Oh, oh damn, that extra extended vibrato on y'all. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm out here turning up. Getting operatic for y'all head asses. Yup. Yup, yup. How you doing, Chet? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, thanks. Uh, how was your weekend? Weekend was good. I drank and uh, chilled. It was, was good. Was there an occasion for your drinking? Uh, there was a friend who was visiting from out of town, just randomly down here. So we're like, okay, let's turn up. Good shit. But just a little. Not too much. Yeah. A little turn up. That's good. Like a radish, a little turn up. Kill me. <laughs> God damn. Uh. But first we have questions and comments from the subreddit, realnerdhours.reddit.com or reddit.com slash r slash realnerdhours. You can also shoot us an email at askrnh at gmail.com. Ryan, if you're listening, this is the upfront of the episode. We've got your emails this time. Uh, better late than never. Yep. All right, so first question comes in from Eric Luster on the subreddit. What is the most overrated anime and overrated movie? Overrated anime for me is any idol bullshit. Oh, so specifically, I'm going to go with K-On. I'm going to say fuck K-On right here. You heard it here first, folks. Right out of my mouth. Fuck K-On. It's, not, it's about, you know, four girls in high school that play musical instruments. There's, they're like a rock band, but they never play their instruments. And it's just moe bullshit, and it's devoid of any personality. And, uh, yeah, I hate it. Okay. For me, the most overrated anime would have to be, I think, Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. I think I think the, the praise that that show was given was blown way out of proportion. Though, to be completely fair... I didn't actually watch the entire series through. As soon as your boy, young, whatever the fuck his name is, came back to life, I said, fuck this. I'm not watching it anymore. <laughs> now, here's the funny thing. I, I didn't watch all of it either, but I know some people who got caught up on the manga. And everyone says, okay, it starts off kind of slow. It picks like and gets really good. And then it gets kind of weird. And then it gets really good again. And then it just gets fucking boring. It becomes all political and now it's it's it just turns into a completely different series after some secrets come out and yeah it seemed like a decent series for a bit but then it just kind of lost lost its way but it's yeah yeah, way overhyped yeah definitely and as far as overrated movies go i feel like anything star wars related is overrated yeah yeah i'm gonna go la la land Oh, the white man who invents jazz in Los Angeles. Uh, Is that what the movie's about? Well, it's basically bringing jazz back to Los Angeles. And, okay, here's... I I can really rant about this movie because my main style of music is jazz. So I took this movie very personally. (laughs) (laughs) I feel attacked. I did. (laughs) Because, like... The dude's supposed to be a struggling jazz musician, which is, you know, that, that's real. But if you're a talented enough musician, you're going to find work regardless. Yeah, you could just be a session musician. Yeah, and that's, that, that's what he's doing at first. Like, he's, just, he's got a regular gig at some restaurant playing bullshit music. He's playing uh, Christmas tunes. 
And it starts with him playing jingle bells, just straight up. You're trying to tell me you've never heard a jazz rendition of jingle bells? That's really the best you can do? <laughs> the man tells you play jingle bells and that's what you pull out? Fuck you. You're not a jazz musician. Fair enough. See, that's how you know that movie was written by people who don't enjoy spices in their food. Oh, man. And then there's like this turning point in the movie where he teams up with John Legend and he's he's basically got electronic elements to his jazz funk stuff. So electro swing is what you're telling me. Not electro swing. <laughs> this was more like like uh, Robert Randolph and the Family Band or Rupert Randolph. Uh, either way, it's more like modern funk music. And Ryan Gosling looks at John Legend like, what the hell is this noise? As if Herbie Hancock hasn't been doing this since the 70s. Yeah. Like, one come on, y'all. I really appreciate about Herbie Hancock is like, he was actually ahead of his time. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Because if you listen, I listened to his music for the first time in 20... 10 I want to say okay. around my 20s and I was I thought it was music from the time period straight up like that's that's how forward thinking Herbie Hancock was and he was one of the pioneers that like really pushed synthesizers in music <laughs> like not not even just making synthesizers legitimate yeah he was one of the guys that really pushed that and then here comes Ryan Gosling in 2017 Looking at this guy all wide-eyed, like, what is this noise? <laughs> Jeez. It's, I mean, I, I assume it was written by people who don't actually have a history with jazz. I, I would assume not. And it, it kind of struck me as the people who are into electro swing, like, their take <laughs> on it. Like, oh, it was better in the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Portuguese Charlie asks, I hate anime, but I love Gintama. What do you guys think about it? Also, I frequently visit San Diego and would like to know, what are your top three drinking places? All right, let's start with Gintama. I I like Gintama because it turns a lot of the anime conventions on its head, which is probably why it appeals to him who dislikes anime in the first place. Because it's, it's something completely wacky. There's no real overarching story. It's I haven't watched a ton of it. I've seen a, about a dozen episodes or so. But it's super silly and wacky. And it's, it's a great show for just a casual watch. You don't have to commit to it. I've never seen it. I haven't heard of it prior to now. <laughs> okay. I've seen the picture of the, the dude who's in it. But yeah. I've never ever heard anybody talk about it it's really popular in japan but it never got it never picked up steam in the u.s because a lot of it's really subtle japanese humor the kind of stuff that you wouldn't really get as an american unless you were a filthy fucking weeaboo but i was watching it with horrible japanophiles so they were kind of explaining every subtle joke to about it to me <laughs> that's fucking awful yeah. i would hate that oh it was great <laughs> As far as uh, top three drinking places goes, I I would say mine are honestly breweries. Any really any brewery that's got a nice stout, 
Uh, my favorite being Mission, uh, what is it, Modern Times oh, yeah. in Point Loma. Yeah. And I always f- fuck with this place in in Claremont, San Diego, near where I live, called Society. And there's also one nearby that's called Council. But if you saw me bitching on Twitter about 8 of 21 beers on tap <laughs> being fucking IPAs, it was at the Council Brewing. God, yeah. this fucking bullshit. If you don't like IPAs, it's kind of hard... <laughs> It's hard out here for a player. <laughs> See, I'm, su- I'm surprised you didn't sing the praises of Minsook Chun like immediately. I fucking hate that place. Really? I'm, I- I'm going to tell you a secret. My roommate and I, our birthdays line up really closely. And whenever those guys come down from L.A. to visit, they want to go to Minsook Chun. <laughs> I literally, I had planned out doing things up until that point gotcha. with them. And then I was told, oh, we're not going to be there until 6 p.m. Right, so sick. literally, I fucking just went and drank by myself. You didn't even hit me up. No, no, I didn't. I'm not going to subject everybody to okay. my fucking awful drinking. I fucking hate that place. The service is shitty. The drinks are overpriced. And there's a, we could just sit here and make those drinks. And I get it. There's part of it that's the atmosphere. You want to be out and about with your friends in a place that is suitable for drinking. But I, I don't. I don't understand the appeal of that place. Got These it. fucking guys, every fucking time they come to San Diego, want to go there. Yeah. I fu- okay. And look, I don't want to be the friend that says, all right, look, you guys go have fun. I'm staying at home. Yeah. But next time they come down, I might actually just say, fuck it. I'm going to stay at home. I don't want to go. There's other places to get good, cheap drinks, like actual cheap. Because, yeah, Min Suk Chun, it, I do like it if it's the happy hour. Because that's straight up half off. And then it's a reasonable price. Okay. But... Y'all never go that that early because it's like five to eight. That's on because weekdays. these guys are incapable of showing up before fucking nightfall. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look, I love them, I fucking love them. Due to things out of their control, especially the fact that Boris goes around and picks everybody up. Yeah, and then he works. They they get down here whenever they get down here. Yeah, it's not a situation where I can be like, all right, well, you guys need to show up here. Yeah, I'm ranting at this point, but fuck it. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, My number three spot would be neighborhood in downtown on 8th and G. Yeah, because they have a nice seared albacore tuna sandwich that I really like. And their cocktails are on point and they have maybe 30 beers on tap. Isn't that also where uh, Noble Experiment is? Yeah, they, they have a little speakeasy in the back, which is really great. Yeah. Have you ever actually gone into it no i've made reservations I, four or five times but wow. I've never managed to get in damn i ended up so it was comic-con this past year and it was late one sunday night or the sunday night of comic-con and i had told some people about it and they're like oh we should try and go i'm like if you can get in and they just tried and they just happened to have space for like four people yeah. so i got in it's really cool so I have no idea how much the drinks actually cost because they were all purchased for me, but it was tasty. Everything I drank there was tasty. Number one spot for just getting trashed is actually Tajima because they're happy hour after 10 p.m. They got dollar sake and they still have good food and you, you the full menu isn't open, but you can still get plenty of food and uh, yeah. Dollar sakes. And then they have like cheap cocktails and beers and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm super down with that. Not not full actual liquor cocktails, but soju cocktails, right? I think sake cocktails. 
Oh, okay. But yeah. Same shit. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, Rip asks, I feel you on the steampunk. I hate that shit. How do you feel about cyberpunk, though? The whole high technology, low culture thing interests me. Kind of neat the way a lot of the time they involve Chinese culture or the language as well. I can also confirm that getting punched in the face is not all that bad. I got my ass beat last week. And the worst part of it was probably when he started headbutting me and left me swelled up with a head looking like a piece of used fucking chewing gum. God damn, what did you do, man? Yeah, you have to. I feel like you have to earn that kind of ass beating. I, I would assume so. I would hope so. Jeez. Yeah, fuck. Well, as for cyberpunk, I like the aesthetics of it a lot. You know, Blade Runner kind of pioneered some of that. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell does a really great job of it. Definitely. So, yeah, I like the look of it. Batman Beyond. Yeah. That was cool stuff of that. That was my first introduction to cyberpunk. Yeah. Shit's so cool. I really fuck with it. Although, I don't feel like it's utilized very well in a lot of cases. That's, yeah, that was basically where I was going with it. Where it's like, it looks cool, but a lot of the stuff that really focuses on the look and like really is like, yeah, we're really cyberpunk. This doesn't really have much to it. No, no, not at all. The coolest stuff with it doesn't brand itself as cyberpunk. Because it wasn't branded. It wasn't a term yet. Yeah, very true. And that'll do it for questions. All right, Chet. So we'll get into the rest of the questions and some voicemails later. But for right now... We've got ourselves a special guest. Ooh. Oh shit. I, can I curse on here? Absolutely. Yes, of course. Oh, sick. Introduce yourself to the people. Uh, my name's Richard Clink. Sounds pretty damn white, but um, I, mean, I guess if somehow you know me in the fighting game community, I'm SD Panoy. No I. Get that shit straight. I. SD or Pony. SD Pony. SD yeah. Pony. All right. Yeah. Had to come through with the correction on that a, shit. There's a fucking Me- there's a Mexican guy named EM Pony, and people will get me confused. I'm like, no, that guy looks like a meatball, and I, oh, I guess shit. I, I guess I kind of look like a meatball. I don't. <laughs> shit. I mean, you look like a very vegan meatball. I appreciate yeah. it. Wait, I don't, as, as long as it's scrumptious, all right. There you all go. Right? Nice and tasty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've known Chet for a while, and I think I met Denzel once or twice. So. We go back. Oh, we go way back to the seventh. All right. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Woodland Park. Hey, shout out to Woodland Park, right? Was right, so elementary like, school or what? Middle, middle school. school. Middle school. That's okay. just way back. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, it has been that long. Shit. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking old. <laughs> 13 years? Oh, God. I can't even imagine next year's fucking 10 year anniversary for high school. Uh, More. Right. It's gonna be super sad. Anyways, <laughs> oh, hey, what have you guys accomplished? Just ah, across shit, the board, hold on. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no one has done yeah. shit. You know, I could do combos in Street Fighter. <laughs> Let me tell you, all right. Yeah, I took out Bon Chan. Oh one. shit! <laughs> no, excuse me. You got taken out by Bon Chan. You beat Mago. I beat Mago a couple times. You there know, you shouts to him. So. We brought you in with nice timing because you just happened to have won uh, Wednesday Night Fights last week. Yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, maybe some people saw that. Oh. Who was on the card that night? Oh, we had all the killers, I guess, for except for Chris uh, Shartarian, Tartarian, Tartarian. But everybody was there from SoCal. You know, Jesse, 
Alex Myers, Futile, all the, all the usuals. Valle is old ass. Uh, <laughs> Fresh off the plane. Uh, Bushin style, aka Danny DeVito Penguin. We had him. <laughs> we had him there creeping along. Does he, he probably watches this? I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. But uh, I mean, we had we had all the usuals there. So yeah, no, there was definitely some. Uh, it was it was still fierce competition. Oh, I was the killers out there. Yeah. So you've won twice, right? Yes, I have. So. That's only been in Street Fighter Five, and that's all been kind of recent. What has changed so that now you're winning? Um, Street Fighter Four kind of like was getting up and up and on things. You know, I was still just from the below looking up top, looking at all the people. You know, being starstruck still. And then you know, towards the end, I was like, I'm hungry. I I can do this. So then you know, I started doing good at I started doing pretty well at tournaments. You know, majors, Evo, all this stuff, getting top. 32 top 64 at these these gigantic majors and shit but i think street fighter 5 came out and i was like i gotta step this shit up you know yeah. especially as people look up to me as you know quote unquote the best in san diego so i you know i try to put the city on my back and which i'm cool with you know i'm yeah. cool with that i'm cool with the pressure i'm cool with all that i love representing the city so you know likewise if i ever falter anything it I'm like, fuck, you know, I, I, not only did I let down myself, which is the fucking worst, but I let down the whole city, you know? You know what's funny? I have to, as a side note, I have to remark on this. You're very good on the mic. You're very good. Very good. I'm, it's I'm, actually very The good. worst part is that, like, growing up in middle school and in high school, like, especially in middle school, like, I think Chet knew, but they used to call me a fucking chipmunk or, like... A, a, I was just like a fat ball, basically. I weighed more back in middle school than I do now. <laughs> I weighed a hot 160, and I don't, I've never ever weighed that yeah. before. I remember just looking at girls, I'm like, oh, that girl's cute, but there's like, oh, you're just a little cute, fat little boy. I'm like, I right, thanks. So then, yeah, you know, high school came, and I was like, you know, shed, shed the show. But going back to the main question, <laughs> I, I, I like, I deviate a shitload, so. That's okay, that's how we do here. I think the main question was, you know, what changed, and yeah. it's really just, you know, new game, you know, I really want to show how good I am. You know, I didn't put in this much work just to, you know, say, oh, yeah, this game is fun or, you know, I could do well. Like, I'm going to show that shit. Yeah. And, you know, it's not for, you know, money, fame or anything like that. I just, like, I feel like I'm the best of my character. I'm the best bison in the world. So I'm going to fucking show that shit. You, you put yourself as the best bison in the world? This is on the internet, dog. You can't take it back. Quote me, dog. Mark that shit down. Tampa Bison. I I can't say anything. It was going to be bad. It was going to be bad. All right. I mean, you the homie, but. Call his ass out. I'm the best Bison, dog. I don't care where you are. Japan, Europe. All right. We got problematics. Are there other Bisons? Like, I only know of, like, Tampa Bison. And a few other names that are escaping me right now. But in Japan, I can't think of any. Japan, there's one that's like the biggest online warrior. Well, there's one that's the biggest online warrior. His name is Galtu. And he's probably, he's like number one online or whatever. But he did pretty well at the Topanga League. But he kind of got blown up in person. Uh, and there's also Haku, who is like 16 years old. And he's a Momochi student. He blew up a couple of people I know at Evo. But he's fucking good too. But a little kid. Gotcha. He's a funny kid. Because I remember... Um, I don't know if you know Azad. Azad's like some big ass Persian fool, just obscenities all day. He's the funniest motherfucker. And he like 
he was taking a picture with Haku, just trying to get him to smile, and he just kept flipping him off, just so he would <laughs> smile. And finally, he like smiled one time. He's like, "Yeah, fuck you, dog," <laughs> just to get this guy to smile. But yeah, that's nice. uh, that's pretty much it. Like, I think the U.S. is really the only bison's right now. There's some in like Somniac in Australia, a couple in Japan. Not really. Probably Mex is playing birdie now, but all in all, I think it's the U.S. putting in the work for Japan yeah. for bison. Cool, cool. So, why did you pick bison as your character? Oh, I mean, I guess when I first played Street Fighter, it was, I played Ken just because, like, that's who I played in Street Fighter 2. And then I dabbled a little with Akuma after that. This is Street Fighter 4 after I started, after I came from Melee in the Smash days. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those days too. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so Street Fighter 4 came and I remember my, my brother buying the game and I was like, I don't, he's like, you want to split it? Because I, like, I don't want to buy this piece of shit game. All it is is camping. With throwing <laughs> fireball, that's so that's so quote unquote stupid. Okay, quote unquote gay. You know, no offense, no, 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 no race. No, this was high school. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, this was high school, very middle school even. And then, you know, we split it, and I ended up just playing online. I thought it was hot shit. I'd do like some Humpty Dump thing. I'd like um, dragon punch them, and like that's the only thing cool thing I could do. I would do like crouching moves into like the spin kick tatsu and that shit doesn't even hit on crouchers but i'll do it anyways because I, I was that bad hell yeah but yeah but going on and like i was like i don't know akuma is not really my type because akuma just bleeds and i'm not good enough at the game yet to really understand and then i don't know i picked bison and this motherfucker with shin guards and a nice smile <laughs> and just purple Got everywhere the going yeah the colgate <laughs> i was I was like, fuck, dude, this guy's, like, so sick. Like, I, I never even knew how to, like, do charge motions. Like, you know, I could barely do regular motions and fireballs and Hadoukens and stuff and, or Shoryukens. And I was like, I don't even know how to charge. But I was like, damn, this motherfucker's tight. And ever since then, I just had this biggest affinity towards this guy. And, like, although in, you know, Street Fighter Five Season 1, he was pretty bad, probably bottom two, in my opinion. He I still stuck bad. with him. I stuck with him no matter what. And just... Just the character is so sick. Like I, I love villains. So, uh, my criteria for characters are they're either overly masculine or borderline gay, <laughs> and those are the only two types of characters I play. And like, I swear I'm not sexist, but I just can't play female characters. There's like there's tropes to female characters that just I don't really fuck with them. Yeah, see, people like I'm like, oh, they don't like. I, in my opinion, they don't hit hard enough. But you know, obviously, there's characters. Bison barely did damage in four. And there's characters like Sakura and fucking Cam, you just shitting out yeah. damage. But, I, but, but the thing is, like, when I get hit, I'm like, oh, they're pillows and shit like that. You know, non sex is all right. I love girls. I love you girls, all right? Hit me up on the low. 281 330 That's not really my number. But. All right. So, but yeah, basically, basically, Bison just a badass and he's just a fucking beast. He's maniacal. He's a villain. I love villains, you know? And. That's really it. All right, cool, cool. So you mentioned earlier that you're not really doing this for money or fame, but do is there a desire to go like pro? I would love to go pro. Um, you know, the thing is to me, I value you know having a stable job, having you know, like growing up, I've always been taught. Or just raised to just, you know, value, not really money per se, just... Stability. Yeah, stability, stability. Like, being just, uh, you know, realistic about things. Sure. You know, going pro, like, even in any game, I'm just like, 
how consistent is this? You could get dropped at any moment. Yeah. I mean, it would be really fun. And I would like, I would still try to balance both, you know, even talking to sponsors nowadays, I've, I would still definitely try to balance both. And it does suck that I only have a certain amount of days off from my job that I can take to go all these tournaments. Cause yeah. if not, you know, I'd be going to everywhere, but so, I mean, it would be, it would be cool. I mean, to live off of it and stuff, it'd be really cool. I think, you know, obviously it'll make you better too. It'd make, make your desire better, make yeah. you want to play better, make you stronger and you'd get your name out there more and it'd be cool. I feel like that's one of the things that's really holding you back right now. You know, like with E-League that just happened, that was an invitational tournament. And it seems like there's a bit of a trend going toward that way where it's invitationals rather than just open brackets. So not having your name in that pool, like that's a that's a huge detriment to someone that's up and coming like you. Yeah, it, it didn't even matter. Like, you know, like it, it mattered a good amount for skill, but like just being there getting all that recognition like you know guilty is a good player you know vi is a good player but they're no like i think i'm better than them but it's just the fact that they were there and they got so much recognition yeah. and they just it's just so hollywood it's very hollywood now very there's and a lot I mean, of people i was i was very surprised to see guilty i was pretty surprised to see gutex like they're they're solid players i mean <laughs> granted both of them went 0 and 7 yeah you know? yeah yeah <laughs> saving the future <laughs> <laughs> future techs all right but in, there were plenty of players that got overlooked. Like, a lot were surprised that Art didn't get invited. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, not only, you know, combined with Hollywood. I mean, it was all Hollywood, pretty much. A lot of it's Hollywood, along with skill. But That was one of the problems that I had when I was looking at the tournament. Because I'm not super familiar with the fighting game community. Mm -hmm. But looking and seeing that Gutex had an invitation... I was like, hasn't he been out of the game forever? Yeah. Isn't there young up-and-coming talent that they could pull into this? Oh, yeah. Because Gutex, I get it. He's been on ESPN and shit. Yeah. And I would say it's Hollywood, but it's not Union. So, <laughs> yep. But, I mean, with all that aside, like, I understand having the name recognition there, but I feel like it's more important. Uh, what's more important than having memes come out after the tournament is having a lasting integrity i suppose to a tournament yeah but i mean it was it was gonna be televised so i think and, they just wanted eyeballs and there was in each pool there's at least six more players who would who are gonna really show how good the game is or yeah. how good you know street fighter is and and they could take one or two stragglers and that's pretty much what it was two people had to be eliminated <laughs> yeah, out of each just, pool anyway. just for just for say you know no discrimination or anything but just to have a transgender girl there or a girl there playing or some Hollywood guy, future text there, or America's hero there. It doesn't matter who you are. Like it just, yeah. we needed these people just to hype it up as well. Cause I mean, there's, there's some players that do lack some personality who are also like really good. So having that mix is a rarity in, in the FGC, in my opinion, not yeah. too many people have that. So. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Man. Yeah. Fuck Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> obviously currently street fighter 5 is your main game but what is your favorite fighting game Ooh, in the history of fighting games or right history, now all of them shit honestly it's a tie between a certain era of melee <laughs> and and street fighter 4 
I mean, Street Fighter 4 is my baby. It's where I came from. Bison had legs in that game. Yeah. He wasn't a decrepit old man who couldn't walk and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just... That character was sick. I mean, he's sick in 5. He just man damage and shit, but that fucker can't walk. His legs are (laughs) crippled and shit. But Melee as well. Street Fighter... Or Smash Melee. Kind of, like, around Brawl times. Like, right when Brawl hit. The meta was really nice. It wasn't fucking 900% foxes and stuff and Got it wasn't it, yeah. like that's why I like you know like Melee was my first true game my first true love but seeing it now is kind of disheartening because before in my opinion it was 50% like tech skill you know dexterity and all this stuff and 50% mind games and now it's like you can literally just sit in your room like 90% tech skill with fox and do really well just because that's just how the game advanced and it's just a training mode yeah yeah game. and that's what it yeah. is and that's why you see a lot of foxes but you know, if you had asked my favorite game, it's a tie between Melee and Street Fighter 4. You're Filipino and Norwegian? We're just white. Okay. Just a lot white. of shit. So, yeah, okay. I, so, Irish, Norwegian, yeah. German, all this shit. So, white. So how how does your father feel about being left out of the Panoi? He's, he, you know, you get, you, you're ditching half your identity, man. That's, that, so, that, that. that is true. <laughs> See, you know... I definitely wish I could change my fucking tag. Just because that started from Melee too, or... You can only have four letters in your name as your tag. And this is me back, you know, being in middle school. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm Filipino. And just like not knowing a shit about Filipinos really or my heritage, you know, growing up Americanized. My mom being super trying to be more Americanized with the biggest fob accent and shit. You know, still going to Filipino stores and knowing little things. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically, you know, I was like, fuck, what kind of tag am I going to have? Panoy. And just, it stuck with me. And I'm like, fuck, I wish I could change my tag. I mean, Even to this could. day. I've tried, but just at the same time, like there's so like, especially last year when there was, you know, CPT points or points, oh, circuit yeah. points and everything. Yeah. And just, you can't really change your name and seating and whatnot. Like if I entered as a different name, like who the fuck is this guy? Let's throw him in Daigo's pool. I'm like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I mean, actually it didn't help when I fucking had to play Bone Chan first round, uh. but whatever. I mean, I still almost beat him, but, um, the worst part, I would change it to Pogi, which is like just handsome and Filipino just something. Cause I'm just a fucking goofball, but, <laughs> which is another thing. But, um, Hey, I, I like my white side too. You know, my honky there side. I always represent the honky side. You know, shouts to country music. Work a, work a, I swear they play the the same like six songs on all the country stations and I know them all. It's all about like whiskey and beating their wives and stuff. And it's very catchy though, to be honest. So. <laughs> the home yeah, swinging. Yeah. And he's like, oh, hell yeah. Beat your wife. Yeah. Drink that whiskey. There you go. Yeah. I don't condone that. Just saying, I really do not condone that. I don't condone country music I either. I don't <laughs> condone that. But country music can be kind of catchy, you know. I'm more of a hip-hop guy, rap, but country music can be catchy. All right, I feel you. I feel you. I'm assuming just about none of our regular listeners have any idea of how the San Diego fight scene operates. But uh, long story short, it's basically just a bunch of meme lords and idiots and idiots and fat dudes all yeah it's just human shit posters oh yeah and uh one favorite oh in the community who is you oh okay two ice cream cones. ah shit okay <laughs> what the hell's up with that I don't even know. I just <laughs> see the worst part is that, like, obviously I know the picture is from Seaport Village and me having two ice cream cones and looking very excited because 
who doesn't fucking love ice cream? All and right. This just reminded me that today was free cone day. Today was free ice cream cone day at Fuck. Ben and Jerry's, but it's like <laughs> that shit was far from me. I live in fucking Escondido. All right, I dog. So, but I don't know. I had that, and I think Jason Geniza, Pimpot Nine Thousand. Shout out to him. Yeah, he like randomly posted it, or I think it was posted as like you know my ex posted it before, and. You know, everybody's like, what is this picture? And then all of a sudden it just turned into the crazy shit where two ice cream cones and I have, for some reason, my head's on the ice cream cones or there's an ice cream one on my head. And then there's a picture of, of Fudo, who's a Japanese player with an ice cream cone side by side with me, like mirror image. And it's not even balanced because Cody's photoshops are retardedly bad and funny. <laughs> it shoops those photoshops that, that's that's how cody rolls yeah so basically like any anytime anything's posted doesn't have to do with me or anything yep. and get that hot response of me with two ice cream cones <laughs> smiling it up so excited god cheesing for this ice cream cheesing for like the it. ice cream. hey i love the ice cream right hey if i get sponsored <laughs> hey i can get sponsored for some ben and jerry's by some what kind of other kind of ice cream do i like uh, which, what's the one that comes in the black uh, like kind of that one sucks ass Briars is good <laughs> Dryers is garbage but if you want if you want to sponsor me that's cool I love your ice cream Rocky Road is the only good flavor on that but Briars is delicious um, that's some Talentine shit that's Yo, just Talentine. that's just high class you know what I'm saying I don't know mm. if I could live up to that but yeah, that that would be a hard sponsor yeah I might have to wear some weird to. scarf and like flip that shit up there and just gucci out yeah i might have to be mad gucci out. hey this doesn't sound too bad actually yeah all right all right yeah there you go get Salenti on here <laughs> how has sucking the soul out of previous champions via sherry genics helped your game <laughs> you know the the whole classic thing of oh you i mean even just getting a girlfriend becoming worse and stuff i think it's bullshit like, well, I guess it might be different with Sherry just because she actually plays. Yeah. But, um, you know, it made me better. Not, I mean, not to be honest, not really. You know, hasn't changed, <laughs> hasn't changed shit at all. You know, it, it does suck because Sherry does get a lot of flack. And if you've ever met her, she's a really cool person. She's a really, like, you know, I'm not even as, you know, her boyfriend or anything. I'm not even trying to be biased and stuff, but. I was really surprised how cool of a person she was. That sounds bad. It really sounds bad. But I was like, wow, this chick is like, she's tight. She's a cool person. And what does that have to do with the question? It didn't affect shit, yeah. but yeah, she's a cool person. So I hope people like, you know, you know, get a chance to talk to her and realize what kind of, how cool of a person she is and all this shit about rumors and stuff. Like get to know somebody first. Not trying to white knight, but hey. If you're dating, it's kind of your responsibility. Yeah. Ching, ching, white knight. There so, yeah. Deflect the haters. Yeah. Uh, how long did it take you to discover the glory of Gillette Fusion Pro Glide? Oh, shit. Okay, so <laughs> that was a recent post. Hot damn. So, I was on the hot um, hot Dollar Shave Club and of disposable razors before. You know... I don't have too much facial hair. I'm half white, so I have hair other places. Wink, wink. But, uh, like, I don't have too much on my face. A little bit. Kind of beard hair. You know, half blonde because I'm fucking white. Um, and orange. But Dollar Shave Club, I'm like, you know, it, it does the job. And then I fucking got a Gillette Pro Fusion. I was like, yeah, I'm going to try something new out. That shit's butter. It just, it's just literally just smooth as hell. 
I mean, this is from earlier today, but <laughs> damn, that shit. That's so smooth. I've tried those, like, those nice, those DE razor the fuck, those, like, new hipster shit. That shit takes too long. I cut myself so much. Oh, I'm no amateur, all right? I'm professional. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but ain't nobody got time for that, all right? I'm trying to do a quickie, nice quickie. Y'all know about that. Let's get, Real let's quick. Get in there, get the job all right, done. Get in there, pull out, call it a day, all right? Within a hot, like, three minutes. So that thing's amazing. That thing's that thing's okay. All right, a minute. All right, (laughs) all right, marathon man. All right, (laughs) hey, 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 minute man. All right. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I um, I attempted disposable razors when I was a young fledgling shaver, and ooh, no, that that shit was not happening. You gotta have a lot of skill for that shit. There's a high skill ceiling. I have I have one of those um, safety razors. Yeah, yeah. I don't use it now. I use just a set of clippers mm. because every every time I shave, I have the horrible black man syndrome where I just get bad razor bumps. Um. So just using a pair of clippers is the easiest thing for me to do. Man, fuck you guys! You guys have the nicest beards. I'm, I got to look at you guys. You guys got some nice ass beards. Just, it doesn't even look like you probably guys don't even try hard, but you guys have the nicest beards. I have to. I got this pokey shit right here. The half Asian beard, half white beard, just. Just, you know, Viking and just some guy who doesn't want hair and just terrible. For those of you who can't picture Richard's beard, um, imagine a 26-year-old who dates dudes that, dudes, dates girls that are about 10 years younger than him, uh, chills outside with a white silica. I got the, I got the chin strap going. It's kind of weird. All right, that's what they call it, the chin strap. And it's half orange and kind of pokey and shit. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Oh, they got them nice shit. All right. All right. Thank you. Most importantly. Top three flavors of ice cream. Top three. Ooh, okay. If you only got two that matter, then. Only two that matter, in my opinion. What you got? I think mint chip is number two. Mm. Mint chip is definitely number two. And number one, black forest. And the worst part is that nobody fucking sells that shit. Like black cherry? It's, it's just, it's like cherry with like chocolate and like vanilla or white chocolate or something like that with like chocolate chips in it. And like no place sells. They have like cake, black forest cakes and shit, but okay. they used to sell that as just ice cream. And they're at uh, Baskin Robbins. They have something called like Love Potion Thirty One. It's mad oh, yeah. gay, but it has like raspberry and stuff, and it's white chocolate. It's good too, but ain't nothing beat Black Forest. That shit is legit. It's so good. Best of like every single world. I get cherry ice cream. There's no chocolate or chocolate chips. No. You get chocolate ice cream. There's, there's no, no cherry. cherries. What the fuck? Come on, man. All right. Yeah. Mix yeah. that shit up. Ooh, and that's why. Shout out to DQ for the actually fuck you DQ you guys <laughs> fuck you you guys took away chocolate cherry love or chocolate cherry blizzard I was so disheartened I used oh, to go there all no. the time damn I almost gave them a shout out they were like ori- they originated my love for that shit chocolate cherry especially because they wouldn't have just like chocolate chips it's like the shavings like you know how DQ does that pro shit where they like I don't even know what they do with that blender to make it just not pop out. When they flip it upside down, but it's like shaved chocolate like bits. Woo! <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> wow, I'm so sad right now, man. Man, you guys ruined my night. I'm so Got sad. Got you in your feelings Damn. over ice cream. See, now I'm gonna like search for Black Forest ice cream. It's gonna be nowhere, even though I know the flavor I'm gonna so so well. Up at 1 a.m. tonight, just frantically googling, just where, where can I where get Where can I get chocolate? this? Where can I get this? God, DQ was my last hope too. Wow. You're done. There's nothing to live You're for done. now. You you touched on uh, Baskin Robbins and their ridiculous naming conventions. My favorite 
ice cream from them is called Wild and Reckless. That shit is lit. That's good. That's really good. I hate <laughs> calling it that. <laughs> like, that one's not even that bad, but, like, I'm you sorry, go I'm to some places, like, uh, can I get the uh, <clears throat> uh, double banana rama? <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't act like you haven't said that before, all right? Don't I, act like you haven't said that yeah, before. every time I have to, like, cover my face as <laughs> I'm you, I mean, saying, I don't like, mean ice cream. <laughs> oh, anyways, anyways. I mean, how do you think I felt? Love potion number. I don't give a fuck. All right, I have to ask for that. I'm like, man, can I just get that one? I'm pointing at it. Which one, uh, sir? Can you speak up? That was like when I was little, and like uh, at Red Robin, it wouldn't be chicken fingers. It's like chick, chick, chicken fingers. And my sisters would not let us get it unless we called it that shit. <laughs> and they would torture the fuck out of us just so they could laugh at us. God damn it. God, yeah. Fuck these stupid naming things. Hey. The chicken fingers and the good ass black forest. All right, bring them back. Yeah, that that's all the questions I had. Sick. Yeah. All right. Cool. Hey. Well, thanks for having me on. Thank you, know? you for coming. We appreciate having you around. Oh, of course, it's man. Meeting you uh, as always. Again. Where yeah. where can people uh, find your escapades? Hey, find me on Twitter at Panoy SD. You can you know see me on Facebook, Richard Clink C L I N K, really white. See, like I said. Yeah, if you want to just follow my idiotic, idiocy, idioticness. Um, I do stream as well at PanoySD on Twitch. So you can catch me playing random games, Tales games, uh, random anime games, fighting games especially, Dark Souls, Dank Souls. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking at, this. Is, that's not you. That's not me? Who's that? This is like SD Panoy? Panoy SD. Oh, Panoy SD. See? Well, someone oh, took well, I was originally SD Panoy. Actually. Damn. Actually, my original one was... EMP Noi <laughs> for the legendary EMP clan. Hell yeah. And I was like, I don't want to be a part of this shit at all. Nope. I do not want to be. Triforce is going to come after me with his power glove, suck off my soul, suck off anything. All right. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be a part of this. All right. EMP is going to take me in. God. Yeah, so that's where you can find me. Are they even still around, really? I think like one member is, and he's a vice player as well. Sick. <laughs> yeah, vice players get weak. Oh man, there are a bunch of weirdos. All right, I'll tell you right now. I guess I can say we're all a bunch of weirdos, but especially vice players, fuck, they're all weird. Man, Happy Medicine, that guy is weird. Mm, yeah. God. Anyway, that's beside the point. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no problem, yeah anytime, God, anytime. You know, it's cool. Holla, 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 Today, actually, I don't know if it was today, but today is when I heard about it. Did you see Kendall Jenner's Pepsi ad? No, no. So is it sexy or what? Oh no. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. no, I'm not interested. <laughs> Long story short, Kendall Jenner is in the middle of a of a photo shoot, and there's a protest outside. So she walks out, takes off her wig, and uh, hands a pepsi to a police officer and racism is solved hooray <laughs> because some fucking fake barbie plastic looking bitch that bitch is half plastic half armenian <laughs> god damn she's like what 19 who fucking cares how old she is it's not like she has any concept of fucking real life she's been wealthy her entire life what the fuck could she know about anything especially about racial tensions and oppression her right. dad got famous through the or not her dad but her family got famous through the oj simpson trial yeah and oh man 
And uh. her last name is Jenner. So she's Bruce Jenner's daughter, a.k.a. Caitlyn Jenner's daughter. It doesn't really matter what you... Jenner's daughter. Yeah, Jenner's daughter. I it mean, doesn't really fucking matter. I mean, like, you'd, be, you'd have a hard time convincing me of jack shit involving her. And now I'm starting to understand how people my age felt when I was 18. Because when I was 18, there were people that I admired who would be on TV doing commercials. And, of course, because I was a cynic, my reaction was, oh, you fucking sell out. But <laughs> other people our age would be like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I'll pay attention to this product. Yeah, we need to stand up to this without actually realizing that these people don't may or may not actually know about shit. And I'm willing to bet that Kendall Jenner doesn't know shit about shit. I've never really watched anything with her but i have found just in general it'll surprise you how celebrities are in real life for example um lakeith stanfield he plays darius in uh atlanta he was also in get out that dude is woke as fuck he's also does a lot of weed but that was expected but then you get other people who are legitimately stupid. Like, if you see interviews with Justin Bieber, that kid is dumb. It's because he's been famous since he was a ute. I mean, some some celebrities do protesting or what have you and are actually smart people or whatever. Like, Ken Jong was an actual doctor before right. he was an actor. I don't know much about celebrities because I don't really read that much into it because I don't really care. Other celebrities, it's kind of just like, I don't care what you know. You're, it's not that I want to treat them like a trained monkey. It's like, dance for me, dance for me. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm paying attention to you for a specific reason, and that's because you're in this and I like this. You're very funny. You're in this. I'll watch you in this other thing because I like your other work, not because you're some sort of valiant protester standing up for the rights of the common man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Just because Jesse Williams is out marching with Black Lives Matter doesn't mean I'm going to suddenly start watching Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, celebrities are just that. They're celebrities. They're good at whatever they got famous for. It doesn't really matter to me what they say outside of that. When somebody says something to me like, oh, XXX Tentacion was actually arrested for sexual assault or something, I don't care because that I don't give a fuck about him as a person. He can burst into flames spontaneously on a street corner and I wouldn't give a fuck. Damn. I'm, he's, the music he makes, I listen to and that's all I'm, I'm there for. And I'm sure celebrities are out there wishing that people would just see them as a person but unfortunately i don't because i don't care <laughs> all right yeah yeah shout yeah, out to your, apathy that is your trained monkey speech right there see i i'm kind of in ways i'm the opposite because i like watching interviews with when people keep it real like i don't care about interviews when someone's like pr promoting a movie or they're only specifically talking about one project or something because then they're talking about the project. And if I don't care about the project, then why would I give a fuck about the interview? But there's this YouTube series called Hot Ones and the interviewer has really spicy wings 
like chicken wings and they get spicier as they go along to like to the point of being ridiculous and he asks really personal questions that kind of have like nothing to do with their project is just asking them shit like hey explain this instagram photo or you know tell me who are your top five favorite rappers but he's you know asking a, an actor you know so it that humanizes them a lot more and to me that's much more interesting than them as you know these these trained professionals and pr people that kind of thing also the spicy wings helps bring out more of their personality because you can get it they had riffraff on there for example and when it got super spicy he dropped the act like you can tell that this is real riffraff right now because he was full on burly boy first and then he just kind of like all right fuck this is high <laughs> so that was cool for me i don't I, yeah, I still don't different I'm strokes not. different folks you know, yeah i i mean my whole thing with celebrities is that they aren't allowed to be genuine without risking their career in some way, yeah. right? So you can only see what their personality is like insofar that they have one. They they allow you to see what they want you to see. It doesn't matter to me what they're like as people because you don't get to see them as people. What you get to see is their media training and little slivers of what could be a personality, yeah. but not risking their career. Like you're, you're not gonna get to know what their real thoughts are on some actual topic that matters. What you will see, however, is a commercial with them in it, featuring ten other actors yeah. who may or may not have bigger names than they do, because you know safety in numbers. Hey. It's that kind of shit. Yeah, and I feel you. There's nothing, there's nothing that any of them can say, especially like a fucking reality TV star oh, no, fuck that, that I'm never going to find interesting until they're willing to say, you know what, fuck it, I'm done acting. I don't need this work anymore. Fucking I will tell you how off. it goes. Yeah. Perkset. Molly Perkset. Yeah. All right, so one last thing before we get into the rest of these questions and voicemails, dog. Apparently, Atlas is being real shitty <sighs> with streamers regarding yeah. Persona 5. Yeah. Like, they they are out here genuinely saying, don't stream after this point or else we will have your account DMCA'd. There was a, there was a, there was a tweet that went out from Twitch support earlier saying that if you are caught streaming by any of the mods on Twitch past this point where Atlas says, fuck it, you can't show this, your account will be suspended indefinitely. That is absurd. Yeah, and somebody made some salient points, although it's in a kind of um, alarmist way. He said that, oh, Atlas, I see you're fine with destroying people's livelihoods by getting them suspended on Twitch and threatening their partnership standing with Twitch. And I said partly, like, no, they're well within their right to do this. Yeah. But it's not a good way to market your game. No, I, yeah, I agree with both points, both of your points, that, like, if, if you were a successful streamer prior to this, that's not going to stop you just because you can't stream past a point in one game. You'll be okay. But yeah, it feels like a pretty shitty move on Atlas's part 
on their part because basically the the reasoning for this is that they don't want spoilers to get out okay yeah as if that's gonna stop spoilers from getting out because streamers are the only source of spoilers on the internet yeah okay it doesn't doesn't make any sense i kind of understand their thought process but i don't agree with it but i'm also gonna say yeah they're allowed to you can be as mad as you want about it, but what are you going to do? Are you exactly. going to protest? Are you going to get your shit suspended? The The funniest part about it is this is the only people that this is hurting is the employees at Atlas. Yeah, pretty much. Because they're selling less copies as a result of this. It's not even It's not even an issue that, yeah, whatever, they're picking on streamers specifically regarding... Uh, whether or not they want the story out there. It, that part does not matter at all. Like, not at all. The fact of the matter is, people aren't being exposed to their games as they would otherwise. Like, if they were allowing streamers to stream the game. There's a streamer that I was listening to earlier who has who regularly has about 10,000 viewers at a time. Mm-hmm. 10,000 viewers is a high number. Yeah, But... That like best case scenario, let's say let's say best case scenario is ten percent of those people buy that game from watching that stream. Sure. Like seeing how the mechanics are, seeing what the game is like in itself. Ten percent, that's a thousand copies right there. Yeah. Period. And imagine if there were one percent of them buys it. It's a good number. Yeah, it's sales influenced by this one person. Exactly. And same with, let's say, at one time, 100,000 people are streaming the game. Or not a thousand. Wow. 100,000 people watching. Yeah, 100,000 people are viewing streamers playing the game. 1% of that is going to be a thousand. Yes. So that's a thousand sales right there that you kind of shit yourself out of. And let's say even best case scenario, 10% buys it or 15%. That's 15,000 thousand copies that you sold off of streaming on twitch alone and that doesn't even account for different streamers in different regions of the country let's say you have 100,000 viewers from 8 a.m to 12 p.m pst right Mm -hmm. and then those people go off and then a new set of 100,000 viewers come in four hours later you're just missing out on sales yeah and your marketing game is not that fucking strong atlas I haven't seen ads for this shit. The only ad that I've seen is Atlas is shutting down streamers. (laughs) And you know what? I'm not going to buy the game. Not that I planned to before, but I'm certainly not going to buy it now. Yeah. And I guess an argument could be made to say like, look, it's only after this point in the game, just because they want to avoid spoilers. There's only one ending. Come on now, like be reasonable. But how many people like, a lot of popular streamers only buy games expressly to stream them. And yeah, I'm sure there's still going to be plenty that buy it and stream it up to that point. But there's also probably going to be people that are like, okay, if I can't beat this game on stream, then what's the point of it? All right. Yes. Now that that's over, we can get back into questions, comments, and concerns. Chat. Yes. 
All right, so the first one, the first one is come comes from Ryan. Uh, it was March seventeenth email. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but in summation, he says that the lady who he was telling the story about the other week, the uh, skeezer in his office. Oh, 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 yes, yes. Yeah, he has the he has the gross lady from work. He to summarize what he says, he basically says that in his workplace people are free to talk to each other and chat and all that shit just go around and talk to each other and in this instance this lady kind of is is really open about her business and he's got some pretty good fucking stories excellent from from her so ryan when you listen to this please do submit your stories all right so ryan wants to know wondering if you guys caught any info on the new godzilla anime that's coming out I know jack shit about 98% of anime, but I'm a big Godzilla fan. I have no idea if the company that is doing it has a good track record. Thought maybe you guys could shed some light on it. Thanks. This is the first I'm hearing of it? Yeah. Uh, I actually, the first that I heard about it was when I actually saw this question, so I looked at it. It's called Godzilla Monster Planet, and essentially what it is is humanity was sick of taking L's from Godzilla so they just packed their shit up and left. Mm. But the planet that they were going to go inhabit, turns out, is uninhabitable. So they turn around and come right the fuck back. And turns out it's been 20,000 years. Oh, shit. <laughs> and Godzilla and the rest of the Earth have kind of evolved around kaiju, gotcha. I suppose. Not, ne- not necessarily the kaiju evolving to fit Earth's environment. It's just that Earth evolved to them. Yeah. So... In light of that, there's a human dude and a few aliens or something, and they come back to Earth and they try to take it back. In theory, it sounds like an alright idea. I don't know how it's going to be executed. From what I can tell, the two the two studios working on it are Toho Animation and Polygon Pictures. Have you heard of either of those? I know Toho. They do some pretty good stuff. I don't know Polygon. So Polygon, looking at them, they worked on some of the cinematics for the Dead or Alive games. Oh, okay. And that's really the only thing that I had heard of that they'd been working on. Interesting. Yeah, they... They probably will... If if they're mostly 3D animation... It's going to be real shitty 3D. It's probably going to be 3D, like, kind of cel-shaded stuff for yeah. all the kaiju. It's going to be 3D all the way around, I, I would guess. Yeah, because maybe. if that's what they're good at, that's what they're good at. Yeah, I'm not like honestly, I'm over 3D anime. That bullshit cell shading shit. It, it looks weird. It looks weird and it's shit. Oh man, shout outs to Berserk. That look, that yeah, shit yeah. is awful. I could not make it through an episode. It looked so bad. It's fucking terrible. And I believe it's coming off of the first season that only used it partially for some scenes. Whereas yeah. whereas this one, it's entirely bullshit CG. Ugh. I fucking hate that. It looks it's so, so ugly. I have a list of the kaiju that are appearing in it. Oh, cool. At least a partial list. Somebody. So when I was reading it, they said all of the kaiju would be appearing in it. But when I went back and did more research, it was only a handful of them. Mm. Like, I don't think Mothra was referenced at all. That's a little surprising. Rodan Orga Kamakurus. 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 Chameleon. God, yeah, all right. And Angeus. 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 Okay. One of those. I don't know how to pronounce any of these because 
as I had mentioned last week, I'm not huge into Godzilla. I'll watch it if it's on, but I'm not super big into it. It sounds interesting. Yeah. The the thing that's obviously off-putting, if you couldn't tell, is the fact that it's going to be CG. That's not great to me. That doesn't sound cool. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a neat thing. It just it just seems like it's going to be okay. Guess it's we'll gonna see. It's going to be okay. Next one from Ryan is, uh, just wanted to let you guys know why I always hit you up via email versus other forms of communication. I work in basically the equivalent of a huge concrete fucking bunker and for some reason i can send emails but not access the internet while i'm in there i work essentially by myself for about 11 hours a day so that's when i tend to generate most of my questions which leads into a new question for you guys i was picking up dvds at work and noticed i was grabbing a shit ton of medea dvds (laughs) can you explain why the fuck these are so goddamn popular i send out hundreds a week Is it because people too fondly recall their crazy grandma or mom? Why is Tyler Perry so fucking popular? I thought it was weird as shit when Robin Williams did one movie like this, but even then, there was a reason he did it in the story. His character did it to be closer to his kids. Medea is an actual actor, almost. I just don't get it at all. I know South Park made fun of this before, but I wanted your take. Help me out. Keep killing it. Really like the show. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. As far as I can tell, yeah, there's a little bit of the, uh, the oh, that's just like my old ass auntie. Oh, ain't she so silly? But then a lot of it's just kind of ignorant white people that are like, oh, black people are so wacky. Yeah, uh, part of part of the come up of Medea. I don't care if you correct me on this, but I'm fairly certain that Medea's come up was plays in Texas. And one of the things that made Medea so popular was that it was Christian comedy. It was good, clean Christian comedy. Yeah. And people really dug that because black people uh, don't, I don't, I want to say that this is the case, but I'm not entirely sure, don't really have that much focus on religious material that is funny in in the entertainment industry so when tyler perry came through basically people loved him in texas and eventually he made enough money from the place to make his own movie and when it went straight to dvd i'm sure a bunch of those people in texas bought him up and sent him out to family members and kind of uh, saw an explosion in his popularity and i'm sure some studio took notice that he was funding his own movies and things and eventually gave him a budget to do some stuff for himself. That makes a lot of sense. I will definitely say there is a, a lack of clean comedy in in the black community. Um, I mean, shit, they've been the raunchiest comics for a while, especially like in the 80s and 90s. Like yeah. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. Shit. Yeah, that's very true. I think that's the genesis of Tyler Perry. I don't, I'm not a fan a, I'm not religious, and I think he's got a thing against dark-skinned dudes. Really? Because if you if you watch his movies, right, there was, a, there was one movie that I saw with my mom. My mom was a huge fan of Tyler Perry. Mm. And one movie I saw was, like, this black dude, uh, he was married to this woman. He was, like, a dark-skinned black dude, and his wife was dark-skinned as well. 
And of course, he's dark skinned. He's got anger issues. So he beats up his wife. So his wife falls in love with somebody and has sex with him. And she's she has an affair. Right. And she gets AIDS. <laughs> and that's that was that was that movie in a nutshell. Damn. Yeah. And, Love a happy ending. Right. <laughs> that's and Tyler Perry's got like a thing where the black the dark skinned black dudes are always the villains in in their stories. I've, in I've her story his stories. Caught enough of enough movie of enough of those movies. So yeah, yeah, there is a trend for that. There's a, also a Boondocks episode where they make fun of Tyler Perry. Yeah. And that shit's hilarious. Apparently, a lot of what's in there is true. Oh, man. Like really? the compound. Okay. Apparently, he fired a bunch of actors that he had staying at the compound because they found out about the compound in Boondocks <laughs> and put it on fucking television. God damn. Yeah. That was good shit. That was, that was especially funny. The Boondocks is really on point sometimes yeah yeah very few misses on that show that's why i stole my name from them last question comes from matthew t hey denzel and chet i just wanted to let you know that i love your podcast thank you i look forward to it every week and enjoy all the subjects you cover keep it up guys we will just want to let you know you're appreciated as for a question, what do you guys think of point-and-click adventure games like Monkey Island and Blackwell series? I'm usually an action RPG or hack-and-slash kind of guy. Witcher 3 is my favorite game of all time. Also my favorite book series. But, I didn't realize that was a book series. Yeah, so it's actually based on Polish folklore. Huh. I'll, I'll get into that in a, in a sec. But a good point-and-click always keeps me entertained. Love you guys. Stay strange. Thank you. Love Hell you yeah. too, buddy. We'll stay. We'll or it doesn't say stay strange. It says stay savage. Stay savage. Yeah, that's much more appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Savage as fuck out here. So, Witcher Three. Do you remember the controversy back in the day where people were upset, uh, or a small section of people were upset about Witcher Three not having much diversity in it? Yeah. So the reason why that was kind of like a big deal at least for the people who oppose that point of view was because it was written about ancient Poland folklore, Polish folklore. Yeah. And it's actually, it's based historically on facts and the folklore from that era. So when people were like, why aren't there any black people in this game? The creators were just like, it's based on a book, which is based on a nation, which is based on, white people like sorry they're just white people who live here what do you want me to do like no africans were in this era (laughs) yeah and none of them were described in any of these like books that are referenced heavily in this witcher series apparently the books are really good okay and the games the first two are kind of like but the third one is like the best one right interesting stuff with slobs in a uh, in a basement programming but yeah uh point and click adventures they're a fun, they're they're a nice relaxing, kind of quest for me. Like, there's not a lot of new point and click adventures that make any waves at all. It's a lot of like indie stuff nowadays, but I do enjoy them. I guess you could say that like the Phoenix Wright series has some elements of that. 
what I do enjoy about those kinds of games is that they often have very strong writing because that's what drives the game. You can't have an entertaining point and click game if the writing is bad. And it's often very humorous too because you know you can be like, hey, let me use the cheese against this ceiling fan. And you know sometimes that'll actually have an effect and it's like, well, it's squished in your hand. I don't know what you were trying, but yeah. you did it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of adventure games. I don't play a ton. The last one that I played was The Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like the telltale point-and-click adventure games are kind of overrated. Like, they're okay. It's, they're very niche. Is And that, that's kind of how it's always been. Yeah. So the people that are into them love them. And everyone else just kind of ignores them. Yeah, I wonder if there's like some point and click super fan that's out there and saying like, Telltale ain't shit. They <laughs> yeah. ruined the point and click adventure genre. Ah. Can't believe you guys play this bullshit. Licensed games and bullshit. <laughs> Can't believe you. There was one I played on the NES called Nightshade that was like a mix of point and click adventure and kind of like a beat em up. Mm-hmm. And that was. That was a difficult game, especially when you barely know how to read. Yeah, I bet. Oh, my first point-and-click adventure game was uh, was Spy Fox. Oh, jeez. Do you remember Spy Fox? No. It was that and Putt-Putt. <laughs> yeah. Putt, I, okay, I think, remember Putt-Putt. I think Putt-Putt was point-and-click. Yeah. Yeah. I like those games. I like those games. I I used to speedrun uh Spy Fox. Hell yeah. Because I knew where everything was, so I would just try to go through yeah. it as fast as possible. It was a cool experience. I liked it. That's that's pretty funny. It was when I was a youth, when I was a lad. The one time, my one experience with Putt-Putt was Putt-Putt saves the zoo. And I lived in an apartment complex with my mom. And we were, my brother and I were like the oldest kids there. There was one other kid that was like a year younger than me. But this kid was weird. His mother was an artist, so she was kind of quirky and French and, like, real bohemian. And so he didn't have video games because his mom was like, eh, technology, oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fad, honey. <laughs> yeah. But she did have a laptop from her work or something, and he had Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo. And all the kids came over and watched him play through this. And my brother and I were like, Okay, this is way too easy and childish. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Voicemails. Voicemails. Uh, yeah, there's no such thing as mannerism. It's literally satire. <laughs> they just came out with it to piss off feminists. Just like you know that. Bye, bye. Thanks for the correction, buddy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say that that's one of those things where it started as satire and yeah, no, I actually was aware of that, but I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of really misguided dudes who are like, Oh no, no, no. But I'm a man in this, you guys. Well, I would say that more so you could call MRAs meninists. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I'm sure there are plenty of MRAs that refer to themselves unironically as meninists. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, similar to like free bleeding, it started as a joke and then someone 
thought it was real and were like, yeah, this is a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) Free bleeding. Yeah, right. Fuck out of here. It's fucking disgusting. It really is. It has nothing to do with it being period blood. You're bleeding everywhere. That is a biohazard. That is disgusting. And it stinks. (sighs) Okay, next. (laughs) Hey, what's up, fellas? This is Cody again. Um... Denzel, um, makes me really happy to hear that you're on the Kendrick train. Um, I definitely think he's the GOAT. Um, he's he's the realest dude in rap right now, for sure. I'm super pumped for his new album. Um, but I wanted to know what uh, you and Chet thought of, or I uh, think of Run the Jewels, man. Uh, Run the Jewels, such a good group. One, two, and three, like, perfect albums for me. I mean, they're just, like, bangers all the way through, but they, like, I don't know, man, the substance is, like, real. Uh, I just want to know what y'all think. Take it easy. I like Run the Jewels. I can't say that they're my favorite. I respect the game though. So like I respect their their obvious talent. I'm just not the biggest fan of theirs in the world. I fuck with them. I really like I really like all three of the albums. I think two is my favorite of the three. But all of them are solid. Like all of them have have bangers on them but i think two is is just slightly above the other ones all right fair enough yeah farragamo belt hey denzel hey chet this is rillo rillo from the reddit and the discord i'm calling to say fuck you chet and fuck you tater Holy shit, you just made me look like a fucking asshole. You and Tater were staying on the Discord about how great it is grabbing ass at cons oh, and shit. at parties and at con parties or some shit like that. And I was all like, hmm, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You know what? I'm going to ask one of my friends. So I call up my friend. She's a cosplayer. And I was like, hey. Is it okay for uh, dudes to sexually assault girls at cons? (laughs) In so many words. And uh, she was not that happy. And I looked like a huge, huge asshole. It was like I was asking permission to sexually assault her and her friend. (laughs) Shit. And uh, by the way, she wanted you guys to know that um, she thinks grabbing ass is so confident makes you look like a huge fucking beta if that's how you gotta feel confident alright by grabbing ass? Love the show. I'll, I'll explain I'll explain okay 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 so <laughs> what he's talking about is Tater, Rella, and I were talking in the discord and I don't remember how it came up but we started talking about grabbing girls asses and it ended up being uh, not so much that we're uh, condoning grabbing asses, but basically saying that a lot of times you can initiate contact and in ways that people would normally be uncomfortable with, but done correctly, they'll be okay with it. Now, that isn't to say that that's how you should initiate contact. That's not, that's not how you should come up to a girl. Basically, what I was saying was that there was a con where I had a female friend tell me to grab a lot of butts. And I was like, you know what? Let's let's give this a shot. Let's see how many butts I can grab. And 
male, female, no one voiced any issue with it. I will also preface this with these were all close friends that I was doing this to. These were all people that I was, that we were friends with. Like, we're good. We're tight. And it wasn't just like me grabbing a handful of ass. It would just be like a playful slap. You know, like what dudes do on the baseball field. Like that. Not... Oh, good game, buddy. Good game. Exactly. And most of this was done while both of us were drunk. And most of them responded in turn by slapping my ass. So, it was... This was a consensual thing. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not condoning this. I'm just explaining what happened. But, uh, yes, if you were to ask a cosplayer especially, yeah, you're not going to get a positive response. Because <laughs> cosplayers get a lot of... Cosplay is not consent! Exactly. Cosplayers get a lot of unwanted touching already. So if you ask someone point blank, hey, is it okay if someone just grabs your ass... They're very likely going to tell you no. They're going to explain why it's not okay. Because cosplay is not consent. That is correct. I will also say that I have cosplayed in rather suggestive costumes. And I have been grabbed by men and women. I was fine with it. Like To me, it was like, okay, this, this really is inviting touching and I, I understand what's happening but that doesn't mean it didn't make me uncomfortable uh there was a dude that grabbed my junk like pretty full on and, and once i looked at him he was like oh sorry that, that was probably too far i'm like yeah don't ever do that shit again were you dressed as joey ryan and were you doing the por- uh porn hub flex what is it called the porn hub suplex i have the no idea hub, no i was um hub plex I was the Indian chief from the village people. Oh. It's the the dick grab was the first time I ever wore that costume. I was trashed, which was why I didn't just like sock him on the spot because we were like it was we were having a conversation. And it was I was being ogled. I was a piece of meat on display. Uh-huh. And uh there were there were girls touching me and then the dude jumped in. I was like, oh, girls are doing this? Let me show you who the alpha is here. Let me get a handful of this man's dick. No, I'm not the alpha of the gays. I'm just the alpha. Where are you ladies going? What do you mean you don't like men who grab dicks? Yeah, pretty much. What do you mean you don't like men who sexually assault other men? That's really weird. Uh, I'm just being an alpha. This is what all the girls like in my yaoi's. (laughs) This is what all the fajoshis are into. Jeez. But yeah, uh, don't. Don't grab random butts. Make sure that, you know, you're cool. And if you do decide to go against my better judgment and uh, you do grab butts, make sure that you have a very good apology prepared. Yeah. Like, be prepared to castrate yourself or at least leave the area very quickly yep. so nobody holds you there so security can come and then they can call the police that will actually do something yeah. <laughs> although i'd say police over an ass grab is a little disproportionate to scale but hey you never know i mean you Keep could just safe. sock the guy in the fucking chest 
Yeah, there's that. Yeah, you could handle. That's that's what I miss about like not have not being sued all the time and not going to prison yeah. over things. Like back back at a certain period of time, and I'm not sure what period of time this is, but you could you could get away with just dacking somebody for acting a fool, and they would just have to take it. It'd just yeah, be like, all right. End of transaction. Fine, fine. I was being an asshole. You're right. Like, there was a certain level of self-awareness back in some other time period that I'm not aware of. Yeah, it feels like those days are long gone. Yep. Yep. You got anything else? No. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Tell your friends to listen. Leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars only, please. Thank you. If you don't, if you don't think it's worth five stars, just don't leave a review. Yeah. Because I even tried to review the show, and it was much more difficult than I thought it would be. You got to come up with like a, a unique username, but then it all it says that I already have one assigned to me, but it won't let me just type something in to give the show a review. It's fucking stupid. That's but dumb. anyway, I'm iTunes getting off track. Dumb. Please. Uh, if you, if you have any feedback for us, just let us know. Uh, we're available on Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. Shout out to Soul Memories. I didn't say the other one again. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at that Denzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at Bushido Brown SD. Excellent. You can follow the show on Twitter at X Real Nerd Hours. Thanks everybody for listening, and we'll see you next Thursday. Have a good night.